Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the Force. They've outgrown their age of rebellion, dulled the Empire's edge. Defeated Imperial generals and the Pirate Queen's dredge. They've been soldiers and scoundrels, what's there left to be? How about Lasaka life, looking for their force and destiny? There's a seer, hermit, investigator, and teacher better watch your back. Or a vibe or a ring's gonna reach you. Will this team find the light or will darkness win the day? Find out with the heroes of the Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, a swarm of swoop bike gangers invaded a factory on the bridge city of Jora. Skip, Koba, Kesh, and Hillary, who were finally getting details about the transient soldier award, returned the favor by getting in the way. Koba leapt into the fray, literally, with Kesh following immediately thereafter, while Skip ran interference utilizing their unique talents to obfuscate and dismantle. Hillary did his level best to talk the gang leader down, but the gangers were not so easily mollified. In an active factory full of fire hazard and fall risks, who will come out on top? Join us this week for some trash talk. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast and we're playing in Fancy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system using the Chronicles of the Gatekeeper adventure developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 2, Episode 15, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. I'm Koba, the Sentinel... Doug, the dog, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> are, are, are you okay there, Koba? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm Hillary. I am also fine. I'm Kesh, and I'm good here, too. I'm confused. This is the least amount of talking you three have ever done leading up to me, <laughs> and now I don't know what to say other than, yeah, okay, hi, I'm Skip, I'm a secret hermit, I I did all the information required of me, and um, now I'm just worried. So- sounds like we're all fine here now. How are yeah. you? <laughs> uh, this is a boring <laughs> conversation anyway. To learn more about our heroes, we get one to ask another question, and it is now Skip's turn. Hey, Koba. Yeah. Hey, so I was thinking about, you know, how we always ask you questions, and every question leads to some story about your nebulous past. I have a question that you can't do that with. I figured out the secret. I'm going to ask about the future. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so, Koba. Skip. Have you ever thought about retiring? Or do you intend to be an investigator until you can't investigate anymore? And you're just that old detective that's always kind of messing things up and no one never really listens to. And it's all like, oh, yeah, that's Koba. He's past his prime. But, you know, we keep him around because he has good stories. <laughs> Question mark here. You know... I've been around a long time. Some people say I'm too old for this already, but don't think I could retire. There was a time once I thought about it. The end of a 
particularly challenging case on Onderon. Things got messy. Someone, uh... Someone died who shouldn't have. I was blaming myself. It's at the bottom of several glasses of jerry juice. You know, then, I thought, maybe it's time to hang up my vibro rings. Maybe it's time to just find a place. Maybe a little house in some outer rim world out in the country. Five other life forms on the entire planet and none of them on the same continent. Just live out the rest of my days that way. You know, I don't think I could ever stay out of it. I stopped listening right around when you said jury juice. What's that? It's pretty macabre, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> oh look! Uh, something else is over there. Bye! We start off with the heroes in the middle of a firefight. There are swoop bikes that are turned over on their side in different places. Some are near Cash, some are near Coba. There's a giant factory around that's got these large conveyor belts that are stamping out electronics for droids and for computers. The people on the factory floor have all fled into the administration. The leader of the swoop gang that's attacking is on foot and in Torhido's foreman's office. We've got four groups that are going around trying to hurt our heroes. We've got single ones who are both trying to punch either Koba or Cash. Koba's currently on the front of a swoop bike even, and is attempting to deal with one there. We've got Cash that is trying to knock out a ganger who's blocking the large exit out to the loading docks. Three that are circling around coming at Cash, and we've got three that are coming back and attempting to shoot at Skip. Lork Helm, a weathered Nemoidian with an eye patch and a lobster-tailed duster, is pointing their modified blaster pistol at the flaming desk of Torhido, trying to get a clear shot. We have Hillary, who is down on the landing, just below the foreman's office, next to one of Skip's bags, as Skip completely and utterly wrecks Lore's swoop bike. The camera swings around to Hillary, who's in this swirling, protective cocoon of dirt that Skip had put up. Did it follow me when I moved to the the bike? I was assuming so. Okay, well, I mean, Skip's down there too now, yeah. so, you know. Anyway. <laughs> Hillary stands concerned and confused because they weren't after them, but then they are after them. And it's a fight, and he's still not really a fight kind of little dude. So it failed once, but maybe he can try talking again. Hillary's going to charge back up to the office, and en route, Leslie's going to flip a density point. Uh, we had three and two, and now we have three and two in reverse. And on the ground, when Skip scrambled toward the bike to destroy it, uh, Skip happened to drop one of their trank darts. 
it seems useful. Hillary's not really sure what's going on, uh, but he keeps moving. He scoops it up as he's moving. And then he's like, wait, people are generally more pliable when they're not conscious. So he's going to knock that person out, hopefully. And then they can have a conversation when things aren't on fire and nobody's trying to kill anyone. And this will just be easier. Right? Right. Good plan, Hillary. Let's go. So skid up, gather, and then we're going to turn for a dramatic enter. Like the camera's looking at Lore from the front back to the doorway. And you see Hillary enter the, the door frame like with a dive, throwing the the dart like a dart at the back of Lore's neck. Okay. <laughs> so you are at short range, but they are an adversary and they do have range defense. It'll be a improvised range light check with a red and a setback as a base difficulty. Anybody mind if I flip a... No, I can't because I flip, flip the thing. Never mind. We're just going to make this work, guys. And that's one maneuver? I figured it'd be one maneuver to pick it up, one maneuver for okay. actually moving. I'm just trying to keep myself honest with the strain because that becomes very important. And it's appreciated, especially considering they're using all stun weapons. So red, setback, and T is threat. Yes. Going back to his days, keeping people entertained in the bar by doing dart tricks. Uh, <laughs> that's a success and a threat. All right. So what does the darts do? Oh, I'm sorry, Ren. I need your notes. Upon successful hit, the target must make an average resilience check. Upon failure, target suffers five strain plus two strain per threat. Make the check again next round if a despair is rolled with the difficulty increased by one. The base I'm doing, because if it doesn't get through their armor and all that sort of stuff, then because you can reflect this stuff and all that, if it doesn't get through soak, it wouldn't you wouldn't really be able to inject someone if it doesn't get through their clothing, essentially. The base weapon, I think, has, like, Pierce 4. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but that's the weapon. It, this is just the dart. This is just yeah, the ammo. But the, it'll be sure. how the ammo is. Yeah. I'm okay. still going with that this is essentially hit. Yeah. It's a very sharp needle. That's essentially what I'm going with. Since it does have Pierce 4, blue, that does get through most of their... That was seven. All right. And now an average resilience check. I am spending a dark side point on this. Dude! Uh oh. <laughs> D1? What's, what are you doing here, bud? D1. Okay. So it was four failures and two advantage. So that would be another five strain. They are amazingly woozy, but surprisingly enough, not down. So that's five strain to them? Yeah, that was an extra five strain on top of, but they did not get any threat. And for my threat strain or? Yeah, I'm just figuring that the actions, the athleticism of moving in would have caused an issue. I'm, I'm, I was thinking I ran up and when I did the dramatic you know, the, the not quite jumping throw, I just kind of kept going into a wall. That would kind of work, yeah. 
So I looked really cool until I abruptly did not. <laughs> All right, and then... So now we've got two groups of three and one group of one that still needs to go. Uh, they're only using a light blaster pistol, so it's not too silly bad. Kobo would still have the two upgrades? Yep, still committing that die. You can do that twice per round, so as long as only one person's attacking, then yeah, basically always. I was just wanting to make sure that that was still up and I was not forgetting. Because it has been a time since that came up. So that being red and purple, you're pretty much face-to-face, uh, face-to-face. The one you are riding is actually able to shoot you. Huh. Gang 2 threat. And no... Double-checking, they are not ones who had extra threat from before, or extra setbacks. This is with a blaster? Yeah, this is with a light blaster. At engage, wouldn't that be... Oh. Average? To begin with? Right. So it would be two reds instead of a red-purple. <laughs> so it would actually be Fair a... Enough. You tried. <laughs> one threat instead of two. That's fine. Uh, the threat was not a big deal either way. Okay, uh, so what's the damage? Nine. They're using light blaster pistols. Still stunned? Still stunned. Because they haven't had a chance to flip over to anything else. Uh, that was not the roll I should have done. So we'll ignore that. That's a less good roll. You're literally on the front of the swoop bike. Yep. So they're shooting. They're attempting to keep this thing from smashing into equipment in that. And as they're shooting, they do hit, but they fail at the other part of keeping out of hitting the equipment. And I'm figuring that they failed with two advantage on the piloting check, but they hit really well with one threat on the shooting. So I'm figuring that it goes off of the walkways in that that you're on and onto one of the conveyor belts. It doesn't actually smash into anything, but now there's the giant clanky things. Anybody else got that traditional industrial factory cartoon music in their head? Watch out for those stampers, Goba. Wait, so did I get shot a second time? They also had to pilot the swoop that you were on. Like, you're on the front of the swoop, they're on the back of the swoop. They messed up driving that, so the you, them, and the swoop are now on one of the conveyor belts. Oh, oh okay, okay. They've got two threat from this roll. Kobo will, will reflect some of that, so end up taking, between the soak and the reflect, is going to end up taking an, an amount. Kobo's okay, but not super good right now. And what should happen with that threat from the them shooting? There's two. I don't know. I would just say maybe strain to them, if that's fine. The next are actually large groups, so I'm going to do their piloting. First one. Jeez. Oh, wow. <laughs> Golly. The minion groups are not doing well. I did the piloting for the other two first because they're still full minion groups. One, they're now in a tight cluster doing three different versions of six point turns off in a corner that has no real sight lines on anyone. They're just out of it for right now. When, if they do get in round to it again, they'll get a boost, but uh, yeah. They're just off, out of the way. Nothing really going on. 
And the other one has smacked into the side and has essentially lost the effectiveness of two of them. They're going to be shooting as if they're a lone minion, and I am thinking that that would be the one... I think that's going to be the one that's going after Skip. Okay. Yeah, because well, one of the full minion groups went after me, I think, yeah. and the other one was after Skip. Yeah. So, you know, it, it would also actually... I think that fits well, because Cash moved over towards the exit that mm. she's kind of like broke sight line with the group that was after her. So there'd be a short range. Last I remember, Skip was on the uh, bike after breaking it, but hadn't moved off yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm just sitting on the bike. Which, cool. Like a weirdo. And still has the swirling mass of dirt that they had done. Okay, so that was two setback. One from bike, one from dirt. Ha! And it gets absorbed by the dirt. <laughs> so they miss. <laughs> These minions are not doing well. Nobody's doing well in this fight. Okay, fine. So there is two of you, and it does look like this is somewhat ragged. I will make mention that things might be going kind of bad for Koba on account of there are some of those smashers coming along, and if Koba isn't able to get out of the way by doing like a athletics or coordination check soon they might get squished by him, or at least attempted to. Noted. Uh, what kind of materials are these things smashing? Again. It's like molten metal stuff, you said? It's really weird, but it seems like they form metal around things. It's supposed to be okay. like they're hammering metal and it's imprinting circuit boards onto it. It was kind of how Anakin lost his lightsaber in Attack of the Clones. It hasn't hit yet, so... So what they're doing doesn't matter. All we know is there's a bunch of big, chompy, crushy things. The line itself is essentially just a whole chunk of metal. Metal and droids. Is the swoop pointed down the conveyor belt or up the conveyor belt? I'm going with down, implying that that's the way that the conveyor belt is going. Right, so if, if, for instance, the swoop were to accelerate dramatically, things would get bad for everybody on the swoop? Yes. Cool. Unless times were ahead, in which case it get really good for everyone. <laughs> Rin, did you have something you wanted to try to do, since you were asking about the material? N uh, no, no, I'm, I, was, I was just curious, trying to figure out what I have around me to work with in terms of, you know, organic material to do things with. It's not strictly organic, it's just loose and pliable enough, which is not necessarily... In this particular case, it's almost entirely metal around here, and if it isn't metal, it's probably plastic. It's, yeah, it's uh, pretty nasty. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. good. You, Skip's just being silly up on a bike. I mean, you did take out the bike. Is the Swoops accelerator mechanism fairly accessible? It's like Swoops often, you know, they don't really seem to have external plating for... Yeah, and I'm really figuring that this is pretty parts. close to, like, the design for the Mobicats, which is what this is. Technically, this is yeah. a Mobicat Flare V, as opposed to the Flare S, which is what mm -hmm. most are at. They look like a Harley, essentially. They are so Harley in how they look. Or a standard army motorcycle, really, is what I'm meaning, but... Not the front-leaning kind, the rest-back touring kind. Yeah. 
Kobo would like to try to jam the accelerator on. I mean, okay, sure. If need be, he can find something to do that with. I'm um, not too worried about that. My question then becomes, what is Koba's intention after that gets... Not to jump off. <laughs> or tumble off. In that case, I'm going to increase the difficulty of this because you're trying to do something with it, so it would be a hard coordination or athletics check. Okay. I will definitely upgrade that. And I would like to use Clever Solution for this. Okay. To use Cunning instead of Agility. Seems practical. And I'll flip a light side point to upgrade my check. I'm also going to flow. Using flow, I throw my force dice, in this case one, because I still have one committed to uh, since, into the pool. Um, it doesn't actually affect success or failure, but if I get a light side pip, I can heal a strain. Okay. Um, so it's just part of this action. It's part of another action rather than its own thing. So I'm doing that. That's all that that's going to mean. Here we go. Well, I heal a strain. <laughs> so yeah, fl- flow goes off. I got two failures and one advantage and then two light side pips. Again, the light side pips just let me heal one strain for uh, the flow power. I think I'm actually going to take the other advantage of strain as well because Koba's pretty close to his threshold. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty fair. And I can't think of anything for one advantage that's super substantive. So yeah, Koba tries to jam something into the accelerator, to, to jam the accelerator on, whether it's, you know, snapping some piece off of the swoop or something like that, or even just trying to jam the accelerator somehow mechanically, because he has a few a rank or two in mechanics, so conceivably he might know a way to do that. And then, and then tumble off the swoop. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> There was two failure on that. What I'm envisioning is you've been able to jam the accelerator forward, and as you jump from there, tumble off of there, you're able to leap and get out, but you aren't able to fully make it over. So you're able to get one hand around one of the guardrail posts, and the rest essentially miss. So now you're holding off by an elbow, essentially. From, well, a a railing? One of the walkways, yeah. Okay. So you've been able to dismount. It is accelerated, but you are now dangling over a fall. Cool. Of of probably ambiguous distance, because this is Star Wars. All pits are just sort of endless pits. Well, you can see a floor, but (laughs) down, but then there's gray. Yeah, it just kind of fades into obscurity somewhere below. Is Koba still visible from the floor? Ah. I don't think that Koba would be that visible from where you are. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Koba, you're on your own. (laughs) What happened to the guy on the bike? Yeah. We will find out. Ominous. I am waiting for their initiative turn. Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess that's my turn. Uh, so since Kesh can't see that, uh, Kesh is going to have a fairly boring turn, so I don't have to take the next slot of something they really want to do. Eh. Hear that commitment? Yeah. Okay. Doing the boring thing, I will. As an action, Kesh is going to commit a force die to enhance to increase her brawn. 
uh, by one. Okay. And as I guess a maneuver, I'm going to try to get onto the other side of this uh, the swoop. That way, at least I've got the swoop for a little bit of cover from any of the other uh, swoop uh, bikers that might start to come this way, especially now that she doesn't see Koba. She doesn't know where, where he uh, went. So it's still engaged with brass knuckle person. All right. Uh, that's, uh, that's what I got. Ne- next turn, I'm going to hit, I'm going to probably hit them again, but D1 has taught me I need more dice. <laughs> I don't want to mind the, uh, because putting the enhance in is a action. Yes. And I, I can't do another force powers and maneuver thing. Yes. This, uh, this play session. So like I said, bo- boring turn this time, but you could say something pithy. All right, so since there was a question, I'm thinking that we're going to deal with our pilot, who is now on there. All right, I think they're going to just try and coordinate out, because that is going to end up better for them, is that they are trying to jump off of there with their swoop. And they got a success and a threat. I'm figuring that their accelerator is jammed forward. They kick at it to try and get to loosen up, but it doesn't go. And then all of a sudden, like a platform that moves like parts or stacks like that. It's essentially like a droid pallet jack that flies. They see one of those and they jump up, catching it. And like their torsos up, but their feet are dangling, just sort of kicking, trying to get on as the swoop rides under one of those stampers and just gets pancaked. It comes up again, and you can see where the normal stamp of electronics goes in is now over where the bike was, which is now just almost perfectly flat. And it keeps on going on. And then that brings us to Hillary or Skip. Well, Skip probably wants to get off the bike, because even with the swirling tart, still a little bit more exposed up on this bike than the way they were crouching before. So, you know, maneuver to dismount from the bike. How much can I see from this stairway vantage point of what is going on with Kesh and Koba? I think because this is the foreman's office and this is the landing just outside, I think you've got a really good vantage point to see pretty much everything on this level and the level below. So I think you'd be able to see everything, including the one minion group that had been stuck off in the corner, the other minion group that has taken two shots at you. All right. Then in that case, I am going to use my maneuver to dismount from the bike and return to sort of scooching behind this stair railway. And I'm going to try to shoot at the group that was shooting at me. And this time I am just going to try to shoot at one of the beings because this is this is self-defense now. So, And Skip is frustrated. I mean, that's totally fair. What's my difficulty on these... these the ones that were shooting at you are still at short range. Uh, one setback due to the cover of the bikes. So yeah, uh, 
purple and a setback. All right. I had to take my time to dismount, so I can't aim. So it's going to be yellow, yellow, green, purple setback. Boom. Wow. Wow. Wowie. All right. I have zero successes, but five advantages. I, 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 what do you do with five? Make things <laughs> blow up inconveniently. <sighs> okay, sure. Uh, what are my options for exploding things helpfully and inconveniently, but not lethally or doing any damage? We haven't really been doing much range or when things have been ranged, they haven't really been doing things. Okay. So, so this would mean that I, I miss my target, but it does hit something that usefully explodes is, is the point. I'm essentially figuring that it's five advantage. That, yeah, if you were to hit a pressure vessel of some variety, this would be the rough equivalent of a blast setup. All right. I'm, I'm cool with that. That there's enough explosive stuff. I do feel that it probably should be the five, but I think that it would be enough to just kafoof. Two of them would go, they're riding sort of in the one leading and two trailing on either side. I think the two trailing would have their rear ends lifted up and get ejected from their bikes. Destroying the bikes, they go flipping and probably are knocked out or worse. And the other one swerves and uh, starts heading away from you, would be my figuring. All right. I feel like the face journey that Skip goes on is very important oh, yeah. here, where initially initially they miss, and so there's that look of, you know, intake of breath, and uh, and then and then something explodes usefully, and Skip sort of perks up a little bit, and then kind of does that real quick, like, eyes darting around, seeing if anybody notices how cool that thing was that Skip just did. <laughs> I feel like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get enough advantages for that. Sadly, everyone else is kind of busy. Alright, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's Skip there. I'm, I'm sorry, you took out two, two of the swoop bikers. That's what it sounded like, yeah. Okay, destroyed their bikes, they're thrown clear somewhere else. Yeah. They are passed out or some other variety thereof. So we have a NPC going next, and I'm thinking at this point, Lore hears this explosion, turns, sees her assault having gone, in several cases, up in smoke. Or pancaked, depending on the bike that it is. I'm thinking that Lore is going to, in her kind of drunken mind, go, we'll see to you, Tor, and you too, and try and pull a Koba. Except instead of actually Koba or uh, Kesh trying to get onto one of the two bikes, it is pretty much just underneath the busted out window and try and drive off. So they are going to jump. I'll technically coordinate down. Doing that because I've got enough. Flipping at destiny <laughs> point. That feels like it should be a red and purple. Oh no. Uh, so they have landed and not well. Yeah, this is not the night for succeeding on a check for anyone. I am thinking <laughs> that flipping another destiny point and them riding off. If that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I am thinking that 
they stumble, smashing their face into the other one and riding off essentially with their last wound strain that they have. I'm flipping the point. And I'm figuring that their blaster pistol gets left behind. The question I've got is, we still have Hillary before any of the rest of them go. Can I get to any of the wounded minions in my turn? What's my range to minions then? They'd be at short range. It would just be a difficult terrain short range. So it would take you two maneuvers to get there. Okay. Or you could try doing what Lord just did. I worry that that will end up taking my turn and I'd rather successfully get to them first. That is totally fair. So seeing that Lore has poorly departed this particular location, Hillary's going to look out and see that there's just like all of these people that are stranded and hurting and unconscious. Yeah, they were trying to hurt us, but uh, he doesn't really want people to get hurt and maybe show them a little kindness. Maybe they'll kind of mend their ways. I don't know. So he's going to get to the closest group he can, and he would like to try and heal them. All right. The closest ones would be the two that Skip just shot, as I say euphemistically. They would be there lying. They aren't dead. They are severely injured, but not dead. If you're wanting to heal them, how are you wanting to heal them? I'm just going to force it because I'm not taking the time it would take to find a, a useful thing. Okay, fair. To do the medicine check. In that case, that would just be the force power check. I think I have two white, right? Sounds about right. I believe so. Yes, because I had one and then I got On one. On account of you haven't spiced it up yet. <laughs> yet. Nice. <laughs> okay, so Hillary's going to charge ungainly down the stairs, dodging broken things and exploded things and he's gonna skid to a stop next to the two that are face down or I guess in between the two that are, are face down and he's gonna kind of check for breathing like okay um, not really prepared for this but I want you to go home uh, so he's gonna reach out and kind of really focus as best he can and that's two lights and a dark with one light, I can affect two targets. I don't know if that counts because they're a minion group. You'll heal more if you affect two targets? I guess, yeah. This is one of those really weird edge cases where, yeah, I'd still kind of do them as individuals. So if you were to do multiple people, it would kind of be a bit more. Yeah. Okay, that's that's legit. <laughs> I didn't actually have to move. Because I've got range, but whatever. So that is two light sides. I'm not going to worry about the dark side that I rolled. And so that is number of intellects. That's two, three. I mean, it's three wound apiece. Okay. So yeah, at that point, I'm going with they're still knocked out, but they're Ooh. breathing a lot better. Sorry. It's five wound apiece, but un unless that works out differently because I have two ranks of medicine. Technically, it would be four health apiece because they only have four. They're minions. Okay, so I am like, okay, I just want everybody to be able to go home and make better life choices. And he stops and he kind of thinks sadly, everybody, 
Yes. And then forcey noises, uh, whatever those are. <laughs> and I guess they start to wake up. Yes. Yes, they would. As they kind of stir, I'm going to smile and say, I think it's best if you probably leave expeditiously. They would help the one who is hanging on to the droid uh, down from the droid. And then, yeah, they would all start limping out. There's, there's still a guy in that cup over there. Well, I can't very well do anything about that now, can I, Cash? <sighs> yeah, the three of them would start, like, motioning for the droid to come out. And the droid would probably drop it down. <laughs> the one would fall out. There's just enough left f- for bikes that they'd get on bikes and drive off. Has anyone seen Koba? That's a very good question. Koba? Nah. Koba hauls himself up out of the pit, I presume, putting putting his weapons away. I'm here. Are you all right? Just a little shaken is all yeah do we get to re- recover some strain maybe <laughs> yes now the end of the scene cool or whatever uh, strain recovery is fairly yeah that'll be this what happens now i will happily take all that strain back hillary's gonna walk over to where cash and koba are standing and kind of cheapishly kick at the ground I know we weren't supposed to help them, but I, I, I had to. I'm sorry. It's fine. They were retreating anyway. Probably because you three are scary. Uh, uh, are we? I mean, Koba was pretty cool. Koba was very cool. I broke a bike. Good. You good also job. made something explode. I'm not sure how. I broke a lot of bikes. Were, were you the explosion? We should probably leave before the reinsurance adjusters arrive. Skip doesn't answer any of those questions because Skip has this 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 face moment of you know like the light bulb has gone off and Skip runs over to the bike to start seeing if there are like useful parts to <laughs> rip off of it and put in the bag. Okay, I'm just going to assume that was Koba. <laughs> I'm going to go with that there's at least two bikes still kicking around. Like actual ones, not the destroyed ones. Well, there's the one that's still floating next to the office, I guess. Yeah, there should be one there. I'm figuring that there should be one other somewhere and then the destroyed one. So if Skip's wanting to take parts from there, actually, yeah, just give me a simple, as in no purple, no negative dice, mechanics check. All right. On my little chart, it says simple has a dash next to it. Yeah, it's the way that they say no purples. So just yellow, green? Yep. Whew, all right. All right, I have two advantage, but the only thing I really wanted was maybe some like burnt out spark plugs or, or whatever the equivalent in this like diesel punk universe. And I would have I would I would like maybe a chunk of the side panels that have flames on them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
the cowling itself is uh, a bright purple and then flames. It's a garish, so I'm going with bright purple. Um, I'm okay with this. So yeah, you'd be able to get that. I'm figuring that one other thing that you'd be able to get is a one of the gear shift twisters. I got no idea what it actually is called. Is um oh like a la, a la baby Yoda wants the wants the not ball the knob. I was being like one of the handles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like one of the handles is able to come off, and it's feels really good in your hand. Excellent. Now Skip has some like f- fidget toys. Mm-hmm. This is all all they ever wanted. Christine has an actual valid question, which is, wasn't there a dropped blaster? Which somebody who cares about useful things can totally find, I'm sure. I'm take I'm taking flame colored <laughs> siding here. Oh, oh, we we should we should we should check on Tor. Yeah, that's a good idea. We weren't quite done with that conversation. Hey, look, a blaster. <laughs> oh, yes. Hillary will pick it up with two fingers like you pick up something gross and hand it to you. Yeah, at least you're not pulling an Obi-Wan. It's useless. Toss it over the edge. I mean, that's what Hillary would do if somebody wasn't already expressing an interest in it. But This is actually a pretty nice looking piece. If you say so. Hey, Koba. What? And with like the safety on it, Cash is going to toss the blaster towards you. Koba still has his since die committed. <laughs> and is thus going to fairly deftly lean out of the way so that it clatters on the ground past him. Why did you throw that at me? You're supposed to catch it. I don't want it. <sighs> Very well. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. No, no worries. You don't want the blaster? That's okay. I was just going with a lust of blaster. Blasters are... Clumsy and random. Yeah, I used to be pretty fond of them, but Cash will pick the blaster back up and uh, see where Skip's tinkering. Uh, I take it you don't want this either, Skip? Hmm? Blaster? And is in the process of ripping off this chunk of panel. What? Blaster, you want this blaster? I've got a lot of guns already. All right. Cash shrugs. Like looks to the gun, uh, you know, like apologizes to it for a moment. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's for a different, uh, different time. And then she will toss it out into the factory. (laughs) What? You weren't going to ask me. I'm hurt. Uh, You don't use weapons at all. It's better. That's because you keep throwing them down holes before you ask Hillary if he wants them. I am the weapon. <laughs> hey, Hillary, Hillary, did you want that? <laughs> anyway. Smash cut to all the weapons we found. All the weapons we found in the past. Just catch constantly tossing them in holes. I mean, I can get it back. <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Okay. It's very considerate. It's good because I really couldn't get it back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want it, I'm probably certain that it could be found again, but... yeah. <laughs> Hey, somebody take some ranks and seek. Let's go find... (laughs) I'm currently looking at Tor. He would have... He's pulled up blasters probably on the floor somewhere. And you hear the whoosh of a portable fire extinguisher going off as he puts out his desk. What happened there? 
<sighs> that angry biker seemed to be shooting up everything. And this was the result. Somehow they set my desk on fire. Hmm. Cash looks back where she had thrown the blaster pistol. Shrugs. <laughs> well, are you all right? He'll pat himself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all right, but this is going to take a bit of time to get back working. Kathump, kathump, kathump. Oh, there's going to be a lot of data work on this. Yeah, I... Would have been nice to have a desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I bet. Um, are you going to be okay if they come back? You've driven them off. I'm pretty sure that uh, the Cree Hawks won't try this again. Mm-hmm. Though I'd be watching for them. They seem to be on to you now, too. Yeah. But after you've bloodied their nose like that, might take them all to regroup. Yeah, I'm not worried about them. Well, uh, kind of got interrupted there. Is there anything else we need to know about Zell or? <sighs> Good old Zell. Let's see. It's been a bit of a time. He's off in the residential area. He's taken over a fairly rundown apartment building. I believe he's taken over several of the top floors as his own penthouse, I guess. But it's kind of hard to say. To my understanding, he moves around within the top floors. He got spooked back in the Clone Wars, and I don't think he's ever come down from his high flying. Yeah, you said he uh, has trapped the uh, top three floors? That's what I've heard. I'm not quite sure if that's entirely right. Okay. I know that you don't sneak up on him. But with people who have made such an impression of themselves so far, it's hard to say how he'd take Mm. getting crosswise to the Kreehawks or... The white scars, that might be a good thing, might be a bad thing, but you've also got a air of helping out the little ones and those who can't quite help themselves. Yeah, we're uh, we're all friendly like that. Well, I am. Point of order. Well, you are. Question. Who were they upset about? Because... It did not seem to be this Zell. They referenced somebody else that would be upset with you. As you've been going around, we've gotten a bit of word from a few of the higher-ups, and one of my contacts said not to talk with any outsiders. And if they've known... We don't really take huge precautions on making sure no one knows who's here and who isn't. So, I'm assuming someone saw you come in. They put two and two together and thought that I was going to talk to you. Funny how that is. But if you've moved on, I'm probably safe for now. The White Scar is not a group that you want to antagonize too much. 
It's hard to say what they're going to take crosswise next. All the more reason for us to get a move on. Yeah. And at move on, you hear the crack of thunder outside. And then the sky opens up and rain happens. Yes, rain. Koba's natural habitat. Just like home. It has been too dry lately. I suppose we walk out. All slow and dramatic-like. Ah, and I didn't bring an umbrella. You've got to go, like, 20 feet to your car. (laughs) Well, then you've also got to hit the uh, button on it to raise the roof. No. (laughs) (laughs) Now the seats are all wet. Mm. As Koba steps out of the factory... Kind of pauses, sticks his... I guess Doug can't really stick their hands in their pockets or their feet in their pockets, probably. Well, why can't they put their feet in their pockets? I just I feel like they're not in the right position. It and would be like an awkward mm-hmm. maneuver, wouldn't it? Show at the bottom of their torso, right? Anyway, yeah, he, fair. Ste- he steps outside and like looks up at the misty sky, scowls a bit like it's portentous or something and by then hopefully the roof on the speeder will be up so (laughs) (laughs) Tazel yep following the directions Tori gave you you get to the residential area and you find what looks to be a pretty run down apartment building which is a surprisingly tall apartment building it's about 50 floors you can see Airspeeder landing pads, but every 10 floors. The top 10 seem to be without lights. It is raining by the time you reach the apartment tower, where you were told you would find Zell Nagat. The building has clearly seen better days. Like the neighborhood around it, the structure still shows scars of the Clone Wars with peeling paint, smashed windows stained duracrete and rusting metal evidence of years of neglect. You see scattered lights in the bottom 40 floors, like, but you do see at the top, it looks almost black. Every now and then you see a lightning crash and you see the outside of it silhouetted against it. So you can tell that, yeah, the floors are definitely there, but it also doesn't quite look like there's anything specific going on up there. You do see random lights in a couple the light looks to be flickering quite possibly could be a fire generally it looks like a fair amount of the bottom floors have been taken over and are occupied by some form of squatter or not this looks to be a pretty rough looking part of Jorah everybody keep your eyes peeled Tor said this place is probably pretty secured yeah so if if they're on the top floors, do we try to find a way to start from the top and work our way down, or do we just start from the bottom? Do you have any ideas on how to get up there? Yes. On how to deal with any potential traps? No. Tor said that Zell would see us coming. I'd rather do something that's a little surprising, if possible. I'm also wondering if there aren't 
either cameras or maybe maybe somebody who is keeping an eye out for them. This guy followed Ward around with holocam, so I think we can safely assume the whole place is wired so he can see whatever he needs to see. This is taking you an awfully long time to get to what the idea actually is. <laughs> oh, to get onto the roof? Why, making use of my gifts, of course. Can you get all of us up there? With a little bit of time, yes. Wouldn't you have to be closer to the top? And can you move yourself? Uh, so he- here's the question, Ben. How tall is this building range band-wise? Many. Because I can jump up to medium range myself, and depending on the, the surrounding buildings as well, Kesh might be able to like jump up to one building and use it as a launching off point to reach the roof herself. Was that f- five zero or one five? Five zero. That's what I thought you said. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, that's that's that might even be extreme range. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, I I can't do that. <laughs> I got medium. Every ten floors, there's a bridge or a landing pad. The you've got a landing pad on the top, which who knows? Maybe the guy diehearted it. There's the next landing pads on thirty, then like ten stories up. Then there's bridges going across at the top floor and at 40 to other buildings. So if you wanted to like take a turbo lift up to the 40th floor on the building over and then walk over one of the bridges, you could. Or you could try the long slog of stairs or maybe there's a turbo lift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I assume, I assume the bridges are watched or trapped. I assume the landing pads are at least secured to deal with the possibility somebody's going to just try to park there yeah so the, but then if if the bridges connect to an adjacent building then chances are good that he would have trapped or secured the other building as well uh, I mean, it depends on if he has any control over the building for clarification the other buildings actually look like someone's there like you've got lights going on in almost all levels in varying amounts these are residential buildings so it's only spotty for lights in Zell's building. The other ones look like they may be run down. They may be old, but they actually are apartment blocks or condos. I I think I'd still prefer finding a way up, maybe through one of these other buildings, and finding a means to cross over, rather than starting at the bottom of Zell's building and then going up. I'm sure it's all watched, but I guess I don't like the idea of uh, him having the high ground. <laughs> Cash scratches at her uh, mechanical arm as she says that. <laughs> <laughs> but on the same hand, Cash, if you want to be surprising, sometimes the best thing is to do what seems least convenient. We know that. Jora is riddled, riddled with underground passages and tunnels and turbo lifts, as we so abruptly discovered in the cafe. And they're generally not used. So perhaps we could enter less overtly from beneath. So you're not talking about the 
Bottom floor, you mean go back into the Undercity and find a way up. Below ground, for sure. Yes. Wait, do we know what floor Zella's on? Top three. Yeah, it's... It's in the top floors. Tor had heard that it was in the top three, but he wasn't all that sure. Okay, so possibly like 48 through 50 or so. He was figuring about that, but that's also not necessarily the case. Right. Mm, good point. Okay. He is pretty sure that it's somewhere in the top, probably at least from the second bridge to the top. So probably from 40 to 50, somewhere in there. Yeah. It's not exactly a small area, but... Right. Do you have an idea? Skip 100% does not have any ideas for this. Well, um, to mildly reframe it, in a building that they had complete control over for the last 20 years, where would Skip go? Because Skip is also probably the closest of the four of you to what Zell's been doing. Squatting. <laughs> I was going with avoiding people, but okay. That That is fair. Um... Well, if it were me, and I really didn't want to be bothered, I probably would definitely make sure that at least the first floor was boarded off and such. And I would not go immediately to the top, because I would know that the top is also dangerous because you can smash like ships into it and such. So you probably kind of want to hold off somewhere in the top middle, somewhere that maybe doesn't necessarily have any windows, but has at least a good pathway to a room that does have a window just for, you know, scoping things out. And you also want to make sure that there's some water access to that area. I'm thinking, you know, like, maybe somewhere in the, the upper bit near a kitchen in the middle. Okay. So, if we can find a way to make Hillary's idea work, where we sort of go under it and then go back in, if there is a sort of, you know, like, refuge shoot, it's probably still making use of that, because if you're all holed up for a while, you don't want it to start, you know, stinking and getting all gross. So he's definitely still going to be making use of, of that. And then we can just go up. What if he's, like, deeply depressed? The trash spiles up. We can still use it, then maybe it'll be cleaner. I suppose you're right. That's actually maybe better for us. So, you want us to climb up a garbage chute? Oh, well, no. Well, that's where you come in, because you can help help us sort of, you know, lift up a little bit. Right? Fair enough. We could also probably use the chute for a period of time and then perhaps move into a more um, capacious venue. Get past those those worrisome first few floors, like Skip said. Avoid the extremes, focus toward the middle where people are have less access. Yeah, there, there's really not much of a good way for anyone to get up through the middle, so probably you're right. <laughs> okay, so based on that, Ben... Is there like an obvious like 
trash chute or like dumpster area or anything like that on the outside of the building somewhere where if you're throwing your garbage down, it might uh, exit. I'm going to go with that. There's the fairly standard doors on the backside. It is a 50 story tall apartment building that like you've seen there a variant of their apartment building before. Would you like a destiny point to help make this a reality? If you want. I'm I'm figuring that, yes, you do find one. Okay. A pair of double doors. It does look like the doors do open and close. It does look like there's a pressure plate, of all things, in front of it. That mm-hmm. is if an automated refuse vehicle would pull up, sit on the plate, doors open, it goes back in, gets the hopper, cleans out hopper, and swap the hopper kind of thing. Okay. So you mean like that? Yeah. Okay. But he's almost definitely watching it. Yeah. No. Into the garbage chute, I guess. Okay. All right. Who wants to go first? It can't be me if I'm going to help someone go up. I'll do it. Don't we need to open it before we can go up? Probably. Leslie makes a good point. In which case, Koba's probably one of our better candidates to uh, do that as well. Well, and it's a pressure plate for a vehicle. Yeah. How big the how big is the collector droid from the looks of things? Are we talking like a person-sized droid that takes a person-sized canister? Are we talking a garbage truck-sized thing? Garbage truck size. Okay. Hmm. We're talking like the small semi kind, the kind that would be going to a mall's dumpster. Have we happened to notice when those trucks come around? If we flip another point, can it be trash day and we can ride in underneath? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if this thing is the size of a vehicle, I, I think if we hop on the garbage truck and ride up the chute for a little ways, that makes sense to me. That totally could work. And yeah, for a light side point, I'd totally do that. All right. I have to assume this is like not even remotely close to what you were expecting that we were going to do. <laughs> As I just saw, I just saw, saw Leslie's thing about being actually in the basement. And I was like, oh, that's so much smarter. Well, this is what happens when players interact with an adventure. Sometimes yeah. you start going up the garbage. <laughs> that didn't exist two seconds ago. <laughs> From an adventure writing perspective, ideally tour did not have just blatantly wrong information. <laughs> So, light side, there is one of those that seems to be approaching. I do want to get a average athletics or a coordination check to get on top. Okay, as a group or individually? I want to do it individually. Okay. Will you accept Skullduggery to hide inside it somehow? Oh, accept Skullduggery mm-hmm. not to hide inside. Good gravy! Sorry, what? that was loud. Uh, I have two successes. Well, I either have seven successes or I have two successes and five advantages, depending what's more useful here. As I rolled, as I rolled two successes and five light side points. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take advantages and hopefully that can help some of my fellows. Like hands up and the like. What are you, did you take in hands, Brandon? Oh, no, that was I was rolling flow. Oh, okay. I'm not using those points because that would be <laughs> taking yeah. a strain to use a dark side point to get a strain back. Gotcha. Would not make sense. No. Gotcha. All of my dice have canceled out. 
have you given out any of those boosts yet? Uh, I technically haven't. Uh, so, uh, hey, Skip, why don't you get a boost? And I'll uh, pass a boost on to Hillary as well. Ha! Yay! <laughs> it's like reaches back, I grabs, grabs Skip, helps hold him up. Oh, my mm. poor froggy boy. All right, so uh, a boost to you as well, Leslie. There you go. Nice. Didn't even need Thank it. Thank you. I'll take it. I'll take the extra success. So I'm figuring at least the three of you are on top of the garbage bin because this one is, it's for actual residential skyscraper. So 50 floors, it's going to have at least one bin that does the mashing and all that sort of stuff. There may or may not be a Dianaga inside. (laughs) Who's to say? Let's not find out. It opens the doors, they automatically open, slides in, slides out. You do get a whiff that says, yeah, there's at least someone doing something with the garbage. Then the droid truck takes the other bin away. You are left inside. I suppose there's nowhere to go but up. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. I'm on Twitter at Blue of the Ken. You're also oh. on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Why did I say that in Skip's voice? <laughs> I'm on Twitch also. I'm not on Twitch, but I'm at LessaGS. Actually, I have a Twitch. You can find me on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, TH, Night with a K. And you can find me, Ren, at Ren Apollo. Also on Twitch, but not as that. Yeah, both Ren and I are on Twitch under different names. <laughs> Neither of which I have said. an excuse. I run a channel with three other human beings. So you just have two conflicting screen I'm names. I'm just confusing, yeah. But Go to Twitter. <laughs> click links is what I'm hearing. We are all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Uh, we are on Facebook at The Hydean Way. You can hollow comments at heroes at thehydeanway.com. If you like what we do and you want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash thehydeanway. Or you can send the team some calf or cash some umbrella money at ko-fi.com slash thehydeanway. Let me get... Why, why are the characters in this game six pages long? These are not quite Pathfinder length. <laughs> burn. Not inaccurate. Oh, okay, there we go. Model 77 air rifle. What were you saying, Christine? I didn't say anything. I'm muted. No. I, I, I said make things blow up inconveniently. I misheard who I heard. <laughs> I thought it was Christine as well. Okay. Good, good. My plan is coming to fruition. Uh, huh? The carbine thing does nine damage, so I figured I yeah. was probably better off. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, that, that, yeah. No, that was a that was a ni- nice blaster, but we're not really uh that um, kind of group. Yeah. <laughs> I should have asked for a boost because it was raining. <laughs> Skip likes being wet. <laughs>
You can find more podcasts on Apple Podcasts. Rather, you can find what? you can find more podcasts. <laughs> Please go <laughs> explore the world of podcasts that aren't this one. I guess it's pretty awesome. Actually, if this is your first podcast ever. Uh, welcome. This is a weird choice for you to have made. But this awesome. episode. But you know, we're happy to have you. Um, <laughs> you can find us at Patreon.com. Yeah. No, I'm not saying what. <laughs> the fact that all of us, you can, <laughs> or you can help send the team some calf or some funds to get Koba an umbrella at ko-fi.com. Oh wait, no, Koba didn't want the umbrella. Cash did. No, I did mess up. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're doing still great, kid. An umbrella, I guess. I was like... so excited about being the only one that didn't flub it. <laughs> or, hmm. Or you can send the team some calf or cash some umbrella money at ko-fi.com slash the Heidi and way. I see how Support it is. The you give umbrella, Koba an umbrella not me. Oh man, that's it's what, a bumper you know, shoot. Business idea, guys. Uh, maybe it's called like brellas.com and it's like Kofi, but you pay in umbrellas. <laughs> I don't think that umbrellas are accepted by currency well but like you know coffee like you, you do like how many coffees you want to buy a person so umbrellas.com oh, would be I see, how many I umbrellas see. do you want to buy it's the brawly fund because like everybody needs like 17 umbrellas right well that's because you're always in different places when you need them it's just it's just kind of a quirky twist i don't need an umbrella venture capital 